sometimes in life, stuff happens and people blame mm-hmm. things. They blame the people around them. They blame themselves. They blame God. Mm-hmm. Can I forgive God? Can you forgive God? Can I forgive God? Did he I, wrong you in the first place? Okay. Think about perspective. Hard time. I'm blaming God. God ain't did nothing for me. I have seen it on too many movies. Yeah, no, movies. I can I can kind of speak to it. Um Mama! He did it. Yeah. Turn me up. I can't hear it. Turn me up. I can't hear it. Back with another episode. Yeah, you know it's your boy Jay Leg, and we yeah we finna go talking about this cash money, talking about this stuff. What you mean, girl? You bet not buck them eyes at me. Next time I'ma pick them out and roll them down the hill. Yeah, I'ma make you pay all my bills. But mm. like there ain't no Wi-Fi. Girl, you better hope you like. Mm. Riding through the city. Boy, I'm looking clean and I'm looking too pretty. Back on the show and I'm about to spit. Boy, you better watch out this J-Leg get. And I'm back in this thing 24-7. Boy, you shut up. I will see you to heaven. Ooh. Well, shut up. Come show. on with it. Justin got the green shirt and the glasses with the braids. Mm. And we on the show. We did it podcast. Here we go. Uh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another special edition of the Mommy Did It podcast. I'm your boy Jay Leg, and she, yeah, girl Jess, aka R. That's my middle name. Don't call me that because you don't know me. You don't know her, Jessica. I wish I had yeah. a sound effect like a. How are I'm you glad we don't. I'm gonna get it. Um, I'm gonna get it, and I'm gonna be loud. <laughs> we've we've got enough of that already but um i'm doing well today had a full day of zoom uh other than that zoom. i'm still in line at sam's to get a rotisserie chicken and i've been here oh you did yes. that popeye recipe yeah i sent that to you didn't it? yeah that's the one what you thought I was talking about? I didn't know what you were talking about. So yeah, Jessica made a uh, chicken pie pie recipe, and she used chicken that was already cooked. She didn't boil it. She went to, to Sam's, right? Sam's. Mm-hmm. Got her and she ordered three pound chicken for four dollars and ninety eight cents. And she cute. ordered. She ordered them previously, and she showed up right before they closed. They half off close to the end of the day. Save you some money. What here. are you talking about? So, then she went inside of Sam. Went home, shredded the chicken, noodles, stock, uh, vegetables, and bread. Why not noodles in the pot pie? Oh, why not noodles? I meant bread, vegetables, chicken stock, oven, chicken, oven. And then what you did? I don't know if explaining it would even matter at this point. <laughs> but yeah, so if you go, I, I saw this video, dude was like, a way to save money. Oh, that was on BS High. You seen that uh, thing on uh, 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 Goddamn HBO Max? No, I haven't been on the um, streaming platforms lately. Uh, buddy said he had a football team. He was trying to figure out how to feed them. So he would call Kroger's or Publix. He'd call them early in the morning to make um, like 
20 rotisserie chickens. And he'll order the 20 rotisserie chickens. Then he wouldn't show up to like six before they close or something crazy. Then he'll go get all the ones they had left over. So they'll be marked off half off. They'll be like two dollars for the chicken. Oh, like he would pre-order how many he need and hope nobody <laughs> bought them. And he just hope nobody bought them. He'll he'll always order a bunch of them. And they'll cook a bunch of them. They he just would never show to pick them up until the end of the day when they, they probably would there. like block him at some point, I would think. Like, I don't think he did it at all at the same time. I don't think he did it at every at the same place all the time. But I was like, that that's is freaking crazy. genius. It's no, crazy to really eat a like chicken that's been out all day. It's messed up. It's just <laughs> all the chickens that people really had to cook in preparation. That would annoy me if I was working there. I'm like, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm not even going to cook them. It probably would annoy you. If, like, you probably wouldn't. Now, the first time, he going to get away with it. It's just, it is what it is. He going to get away oh, with yeah, it. Oh, yeah, the first time for sure. Unless he had to, like, put um a down payment on it. No, he ain't put no down payment. He just ordered it, and they just start cooking. That's crazy that they don't make you, like, prepay like a percentage of it like i would do that if i owned a store that's because like, it's because... gonna stay in the store but still it could have stayed froze yeah like it could have just not been cooked and wasted because you know this thing's got a shelf life which is why they get knocked <laughs> down bro that's wild when i heard that i just bust out i was cutting my hair and watching the documentary and i was like this is the Funniest thing I have ever heard on a documentary. He's like, Yeah, I just got some deadly trays or something. <laughs> he was trying to pay a minimum. He said he'll buy like 20 chickens for like $10. <laughs> 20 chickens. Oh, them chickens was old. That wasn't even the ones they cooked that day. No, Cap. Them was ones from yesteryear. Yeah, but, uh, it guy. just came the night after. Yeah. But uh, oh, I ain't lit my candle. Good gracious. Look at look at life. What is life without a lit candle for the podcast? But anyway, guys, I'm doing all right. I, you know, just working, trying oh, to yeah. get out the mood. Getting bliss. Can't never be stressed because God saves me and the rest. I'm doing all right. I'm not stressing. We living, we loving. I got on real turquoise. Jessica got on. Well, that's baby blue. This ain't baby blue. This is technically like turquoise. This baby blue. You got on blue green. You got on blue green. Close blue green is that colors that make up turquoise at least. You got so on blue and white. Mm-mm, this ain't baby blue. It's like turquoise, bro. That's not turquoise. Okay. Anyway, all right, guys, man, we got a great show in store for y'all, man. I've been doing good. We, hey, we, we gonna keep it pulling. If you haven't done things down below, make sure you do this doggone stuff now. Cause we about, hey, look, 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 look at here. Episode 51. Now, I'm not going to keep begging y'all and asking y'all. I'm going to ask nicely one more time now. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe. Follow us on all social media. Basically, that's it. Leave us five stars on anywhere you get your pocket. <laughs> if you listen to the sound of my voice, make sure you leave five stars. Do that for us, everybody. Please do that for us. But we got a good show in store. This is the topic tonight. Man, man, we just, man, we just been dropping bars lately. This was a suggestion by one of the friends of the party. One of the friends of the pod. And so tonight, we're going to get straight into it, boo. Bookity boo. So sometimes the Bible says, turn the other cheek. Cheek, cheek, cheek. But you only turn twice because you ain't got before. You got two up top, two down low. So you can only turn a certain amount of time. So what? if you slapped on one cheek, what you supposed to do? The Bible says, forgives them 70 times seven. Mm, amen. Can I get some snaps, some claps? Amen. Lights and walls. I don't hear no, nothing. I can't snap really. 
that, that's good kind of for that's me. That's actually that's good for you. Twenty. Yeah, if I do my left hand, spit. Uh, if we can, cheese. Terrible, Hor- horribly, el terrible. Um, this is the thing. We have to start thinking about how do we treat people when they treat us wrong. And so I got a little battle, a, little, a question of the F. You ever heard of that song, F and F? I'm yes. F-R-E-E. Tonight, the song for us is F-V-F, Forgiveness Versus Forgetting. <laughs> Bro, that was so corny. I, I was trying to get it to, you know. But anyway, so to kick this thing off, I'm going to ask a simple question. What does forgiveness look like and what does forgiveness look like? Then the question that binds everything together is, can I do both of them? Not both, both, B-O-F-F, both of them. I'm going to let Jessica go first because I protect black women on this channel. It's you go, that you say that every time and it's only because you don't want to go first. Because I ain't never stopped protecting black women, period. Okay, go check out episodes of one, two, and three and see how that went. <laughs> um, so I've been protecting. I've been protective. Um, as far as what is forgiveness? Um, mm-hmm. Do you want the Merriam-Webster? Yeah, give the the Merriam-Webster first. Let me get on I... the. Oh snap! I done knocked you off the screen. Let me get in the Merriam-Webster and pull it over yonder. Come off the screen. No, I'm talking about. You know, I'll be trying to do too much. Define for God now. Okay, ma'am. Ooh, I got oh God, God just moved through me. Let me define what? Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Uh-huh. There's so many levels to it. That's why I need uh-huh. the definition. All right, here we go. We finna queue it up right now for everybody. Now, if you ain't, if you can't see this, I'm sorry, everybody. You should watch us on YouTube. If you can't see this and you just want to hear this, you should watch us and listen to us on something else. But we out here in the streets. We out here in well, the, sure uh, this screen. I don't see that. Podcast and streets like Tom Bat. All right. Let me, oh, there's okay. an airplane. Let me mute for a sec. You all right. All right, boom. So here we go. Madian Webster, aka Google, defines forgiveness as the action or process or forgiving or being forgiven. Okay. That's like the worst definition. Like this like, was the don't worst use the word in the word. I'm gonna just put define <laughs> forgive because they just play with my top. All right, here we go. Forgiveness. Stop feeling and stop feelings of angry or resentful towards someone or an offense, flaw or mistake. For an offense, flaw or mistake. I can't talk. All right. So I said I took upon liberty of myself. To look up the biblical version of what does forgiveness mean. Forgiveness is the act of pardoning an off offender. Pardoning an offender. Oh, these words. Is, my tongue is beating me up. Forgiveness yeah. is the act of pardoning an offender. And in the Bible, it is defined as letting go of sin. 
Okay. All right. What is forgetting? Forgetting is fail to remember. It's a real simple definition, Jessica. I don't even feel like I have to look that up for you to really understand what that meant. But now I'm going to let you dive into the question at hand. Please delve in, please, 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 please. Um, okay. So for me, I look at forgiveness on in two aspects, like forgiveness towards the person that might have inflicted like the wrongdoing that was described in the in the definition. Mm-hmm. And also forgiveness for yourself, right? Like we always hear that you can unshare this screen. Um, we always hear, uh, you know, forgiveness isn't for the other person; it's for you. And I think it's phases to both of that. Like I think it's kind of both. Like yes, forgiveness is for yourself, but if you don't forgive the other person first, you won't forgive yourself. Yeah. Um, like when I look at forgiveness, like, okay, it's easy for me to forgive the other person. This is just my personal experience. It's easier for me to forgive the other person before I forgive myself for allowing that situation to happen or not noticing like the red flags prior to the, the pain or whatever it was that happened from this mistake. Right. Um, I look at forgiveness almost as like a, Definitely not a synonym to grief, but I think it is a process like grief when you're for, when you're going through the process of forgiveness. Like you require forgiveness when there is a loss of something, whether there's a loss mm-hmm. of hope, there's a loss of trust, a loss in a relationship. Um, so that's how I look at it for like force the person and then like for forgiveness toward myself, which is a lot harder. Um, it's more this little net got to but um it's more so it's harder because it's a mental it's a mental block at that point because forgiveness towards yourself is what impedes you from moving forward it's like the actual concept of forgiving the other person doesn't necessarily stop you from moving forward or staying in one spot but if you can't get over the the anxiety or the stress that it's caused you because of that like forgiving yourself for being in that situation for allowing it to occur as long as it did or to um I think there's a lot of resentment or guilt towards yourself when something goes bad and you feel like you could have prevented it if you only didn't like dismiss these other qualifiers that told you hey let's slow down you know so mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest aspect for me personally but I'm not going to forgetting it uh to me forgiveness the ability to let it go, uh, me personally, I'm going to be honest. I'm, me and you are totally opposite on this, on this right here. See, one thing about Elliot, Elliot ain't going to stay mad at Elliot for long. <laughs> now, I haven't ever done nothing so crazy to where I need to hold on to something over my head for long. Like, I ain't never, like, had nothing crazy, crazy happen. But the stuff that I have done that, I, that was wrong that I did forgive myself for, it was like a 40 to 50 minute process. It wasn't like I sit there and ponder this. <laughs> Look, one thing about me, I got to live with me. I'm not going to be here mad at me all day. Why well, mad at me for all day? Shoot. Well, I say it that way because I can only control me. Like when I look at something somebody else might have done or caused me harm, it's just like, 
that's on them. Like they did that. Yeah. They chose to do that. But if I could have yeah. just prevented myself from doing this, then I probably wouldn't be as hurt as I am. Well, I guess, right I guess it's from a different perspective. See, you good at a lot of stuff. I mess up a lot of stuff. Like I was screw <laughs> up some stuff. So like I, I have broken several keys in a lock on multiple occasions. I well, that have... doesn't involve another person. I'm talking about when it's involving a different person. Like okay, forgiveness of self. I have. I have said stuff to folks sometimes, and I knew it was gonna come off the wrong way. And I was like, "Dang, I apologize." And see, this is how I get over it. Once I come to you and apologize, just know I just forgave myself in that moment too. Like, and granted, I'm asking you for forgiveness, but I promise you, when I walk away from this, I am big chilling. Like, I ain't gonna say it just rub off super duper easy every time, but nine to out of ten, if I hurt your feelings and I come, we have a conversation or we sit down. For instance, me and Kyla, I can describe this in a bit. She may be hot by something. Okay. She may have the right to be hot. She may have to. And so she could be mad. I, I could genuinely be sorry. I'd be like, I apologize. It won't happen again. Yada, yada, woo, woo. But within the hour, I am back jolly. I'm not finna <laughs> say be mad. Look, I just ain't got time. Yeah, my, what I'm saying, I'm like more. It's hard for me to forgive myself. I'm not saying I'm like down and bad the whole time. Like it's just it's a it takes a longer process for me to like actually get over the entire situation. It's not like every day I'm like I'm down in the dust. Like I'm just bad off. It might be a period of time where I am like bad off, but it that section itself is not long. But it's the continual reminders you have while you're working through that stuff. That's a little bit harder to get over because now I'm working on myself. Uh, like my not necessarily my self worth, but like my self involvement. Like that person is no longer in the picture, so it's no reason to ponder that idea. But the the concept of where I was hurt is still a, a part of me, so I'm still working through that process. So that's why I say it's harder to forgive in those situations when you're the receiver of a mistake. Mm, okay. um, now, when you're the inflictor of a mistake, it might be easier to forgive yourself because you know your true intentions. If your intentions are not to be harmful or hurtful towards somebody and you actually do sincerely ask for forgiveness of them in that situation. Yeah, it might not stay on my mind as long because I know my intentions were true and like honest from the go. Like it was nothing I did to demean or hurt that person. Now, if they perceive it a different way, that's on them. But I, know, if I know my intentions are true, then it's, it is in that situation a little bit easier to forgive myself rather than, you know. Even if I, my I'm intentions ain't you. true, even that all sound good. Even if my intentions <laughs> ain't true, and I, as soon as I ask for forgiveness, nine times out of ten, I'm gonna be all right now. Like that's just, and I guess that's just my life. Like my whole life is like shooting basketball. I miss a shot, okay, get the rebound, shoot it again, make it good. Then shoot it again, make it again. <laughs> like, I'm not finna. You gotta forget about the missed shots. And sometimes in life, you just gotta keep rolling with the punches, rebound the ball, and go back. But up okay, see, this is the thing though. If you forget mm -hmm. about all the missed shots, will you ever learn from them? I if you forget say, about them? Okay, okay. I, I, I was saying forget in the sense of shooting basketball. I didn't say I was gonna okay. forget the moral code or what I should have did. Okay. But I'm just saying, in the sense of shooting ball, it's like dust off and get back up. Like, no, I'm definitely again? like a dust off yeah. and get back up type of person. Like on the outside, you would never know I'm still wiping off a whole bunch of dust. You would just think I done got up. You but know, see, my like, dust. Okay, I get it. I, I get what you're saying. You maybe you just tapped into your emotions a little more. 
Like, I guess for me, like, now I'm the opposite though. Now, if you heard me, it take me a little second to forgive you now. Now, like I said, like I said, okay, yeah. so th- this is where my yeah. brain confuses forgiveness. My brain confuses forgiveness is I get to the point where it's either I'm forgiving you or I just don't care no more. Like if I don't care no more, Ooh, that don't like you, right you get what I'm saying? Like nine times yeah. out of ten, I I get to the point where I don't care no more before I get to forgiving you. Like it is like man, I don't care. That, then I, like, can, not I can see we similar there because sometimes in certain situations, like if I can t- like if I don't care, it's just like it is what it is, you know. Like I ain't tripping no more. Like yeah, I forgive you, but I ain't messing with you like that no more. I'm like, not gonna even say I forgive you. It's just I don't care right now. Yeah. Maybe, uh, but I maybe in a month also. I forgive just, you. Yeah, yeah. And I feel something. I think that that's a real key point though. Like if you at a stage in a friendship or relationship where you stop caring, it's easier to forgive because you have already mentally detached. I mentally checked out, but. But if you're in a situation where you're still actively trying and, you know, trying to make something work, it's harder to forgive because you can't forget. Right. Like if something in a situation of a a friendship, like if you get lied on or if in a in a relationship mm-hmm. where you get cheated on, it's hard to forget that when you actively trying to forgive that person, because everything they do now reminds you of that person or reminds you of this is what happened when you did this. Like you keep connecting the the dots and it's harder to actually forgive like people, when you're still in that motion, in that point of care, you know? Like people don't piss me off and I, I get to the point where I don't care and then I could forgive you, but I still want to throw hands. Like I don't, my brain act weird, bro. Like I could forgive <laughs> like, you. Like, yeah, I forgive you. But on my life, we can still duke it out. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know why I feel that way. This is why I go work out because it helped me blow off a lot of steam. I just be like, bro, I forgive you. We good, but I could really still box you for real. Like right now, yeah, like I if you push me, it's on and popping. Wait, right, let's keep it a stand. I'm in the opposite way where, like, yeah, I don't care no more. I forgive you, but it's also not worth it for me to pursue something more, like in a friendship or a relationship or whatever the case may be. Like it's it's oh, no yeah, it's nothing for the you to pursue, rewards, the hands. rewards to this is not that's what I'm saying. Like even fighting, like that reward is not worth it. No, it's definitely worth it. I want to hit you. I said for me. Because, like, I'm telling you, bro, like, people, like, it's people that I don't forgave a long time ago, and I could still throw hands with you today. And I don't even know why I was mad, but today I could still. (laughs) Like, I could just. No, it's like, I'm saying, like, I don't hold no grudges. I'm not a grudge holder. But it's but just you want to fight him? I don't want to fight you. That's not what I said. You couldn't wear my. I didn't say I want to fight you. I said we could. Like, if you just want to, we can do it. I'm not mad, but I remember what you did. I'm not still holding it over your head. We good. We can sit here talking, laugh, and kick it. But also, I do remember it, so we can still fight about that if you want to. Like, I, I don't want to fight you, but if you want to fight about that, we can still fight about that. That's how I feel about it. Bro. That's just how I feel. That's like, I don't know. I know my brain works weird, bro. I'm telling you, like, I'm the chillest person ever. But we could also still fight about it. Like if you just want to get it over with. Yeah, I'm like a a person on a very weird spectrum. Like I either care a whole lot, I care not a lot at all, or it's just like you're in that even ground where you can move easily to here or there. Like that's it's not not (laughs) no lukewarm. Yeah, it's like you either lukewarm, (laughs) you hot on the hot on the spectrum of me really caring, or you real cold. So it's just like. 
Now, some stuff people do. Like, now let me ask you this question: Can I forgive and not? Can I forgive and forget? That's not really what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to figure out how I'm trying to say this. Can you forget and not forget? Is forgetting a step of forgiveness? That's what I'm trying to say. Is me forgetting what you have done a phase of forgiveness? Is that just how deep my forgiveness is, the fact that I forgot it? Or can I forgive you and not forget? Now, I'm going to speak biblical terms here. I I just want to know biblically, which we ain't got to go find verses and all that. We just talking. But if we were just talking, right? Can I, I always hear people say, I forgive, but I don't forget. Yeah. And, but but then people turn around and say, God forgives and forgets. Yeah, that's so, God. Like, <laughs> just to say, try Jesus, not me. <laughs> no, I, I ain't saying it like that, but I'm just saying, like, God. He, he's actually capable of doing it. Like, I'll, oh. it's the heart, like, when we define when we define the word forget, like it's like actually forgetting. Like, I don't feel like I'm actually gonna forget until like my memory fails me. Like that's yeah. just a part of my human nature. Like but I have I feel, the ability I feel, to I feel, remember. I feel like it's some stuff. I, I guess I guess the part of forgetting is not necessarily forgetting the moment, but forgetting the feeling of the moment, if that makes sense. Yeah, I can I can definitely see that. I almost in in like a different word in like forgetting. Forgetting the the reactions you want to have towards it, like like how you said, like you want you in those moments you probably actually wanted to fight. Yeah, but like, now but if you walk up if you walk up fight. on that person today, like you ain't really you're not trying to fight. Like it's, yeah, I'm it's not whatever. trying to fight you. Yeah, so like I think that's like the forgetting aspect of it. Like it's hard to be like, oh, I see this person, I just completely erased. I am blind. I'm gonna go in and be buddy buddy again. Like you just don't. Literally that's what I'm saying. Sense. Like that's not the forgetting part. Like, see, right there, you you might have forgave, but you ain't forget. So by you not well, forgetting, you still hold that over them, low key. That's what I'm oh. saying. Like, not necessarily holding it over them, but I am being more cautious. Like, I'm not gonna assume everything moving forward. You have like bad blood towards me. Like everything you're gonna do is in intentions to hurt me. I think that's the part of forgetting. Like, you are still willing if if the opportunity came. Would you still be cordial? Would you still pursue an opportunity, even if it had to be through this person? Or would you be like, nope, can't do it? Like, how would uh, okay. how would that okay. work? That's a good way of thinking about it. So the good way to tell if you forget, if you forgave someone, is if the opportunity of a lifetime came through that person, and would you take it, even though the opportunity of a lifetime came to them? Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's because you can. I feel like you can work with anybody. It's just a matter of how much are you letting that person in or out, right? Like, mm-hmm. I can't, we work with people every day and they don't know the ins and outs of my life. You can still have that same, like, in a situation like this, they might say, oh, you got to wall up with me now because it is. No, we're just not on that level no more. We don't have that connection no more. Um, I forgive you what you've done, but we don't have that, that mm-hmm. factor, right? Like, I can forgive you and not talk to you. Just because I forgave you don't mean I got to be your best friend again. Like, that's not what that Okay. Is. All right. So here we go. Uh, you, you, <laughs> boy, she came right into the trap like a little fish. She came to All right. So this is, so this, so I, I did a Bible class once, right? And I brought up this point. I said, as a Christian, can I forgive you and not want nothing to do with you? And I, and I was speaking about it to the point of a Christian versus a non-Christian. 
if I'm a Christian and a non-Christian wrongs me, I can forgive them, but can I not want nothing to do with them? Can I possibly do that being a Christian? And the reason I said that, I'm going to see what I want to hear your answer, then I'm going to okay. come back. So there's your, uh, the question is, I as a Christian, mm-hmm. if, a, if a non-Christian wrongs me, mm-hmm. and I know what my job is as a Christian, and a non-Christian wrongs me, can I then not want nothing to do with you? I can forgive you, but can I then not want nothing to do with you? I feel like... Them being a non-Christian. All right, go ahead. I the principle is the same for me, right? Because we're 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 taught to love our neighbor, and mm-hmm. our neighbor is everybody around us, right? So, in in that aspect of the in the situation that you gave, I would say I can want nothing. I can personally desire, like that's not a sense of desire, right? Like desire something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but. If I have to work with them, am I going to be avoidant? Am I going to purposely distance myself from them when I'm supposed to be working with that person? Like, can I actively work with this person, do my job successfully, and then be done? I'm not not talking work. I'm not talking work. I'm talking in life. In life. Mm -hmm. Your job as a Christian is to do what? Love your neighbor. And she can save lost self. souls, right? She can save lost souls. Yeah. All right. I'm just saying so, this love. So there we go. Now, continue. You're saying, can I want nothing to do? Can I actually yeah. not want, or am I actively acting on not doing nothing with them? You're at, so I don't want to do it, and I'm also not doing it because I don't want to do it. So I always hear I hear Christians say it all the time. Oh, I love them, but I don't want nothing to do with them. Mm-mm, mm-mm. That's Cheryl. I don't want nothing to do with her and her folks. Mm-mm. I love them. I forgave them, but I don't want nothing to do with them. If I see them, I don't want nothing to do with them. I don't feel like that's the right attitude to have. Of course you're not. I don't think it's the right attitude to have. So so what I, what I say, I feel like it is literally now, again, I'm not saying what I'm finna say is easy to do. I'm dang sure ain't saying what I'm finna say. Oh, I no, have done. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying I have done it. I am not even going to say there is, I, I don't have a verse to a single verse to back of what I'm saying, but I'm gonna get you as close as I can get you to. All right. I feel like it is physically and spiritually impossible for a Christian to say, I don't want none to do with a non Christian just because they wronged me. Or a Christian say that to a fellow Christian just because they wrong. I don't think it's possible because yeah. the goal of a Christian is seek and save lost souls. The goal of a Christian is to go out in the world and teach the gospel to every living creature. And I don't see how I can do that knowing you a non-Christian and still don't want nothing to do with you. You could have shot my baby and killed him and I could forgive you but me in forgiving you have to have love behind it to want your soul right. to still go to heaven. I don't right. feel like you as a Christian can not them two can't, they gotta coexist. Like hey, you gotta be able to forgive somebody and still want to do something with them at least bare minimum make sure they souls saved. Now if your brother wrongs you, what it say? Go get your other brother to come to him to discuss it. And if they don't get it, go get another brother. You just keep going, get brothers and sisters, and we go all talk it out. That's Bible. I just think personally, you can't. And and I said that in Bible class, and I could see the faces like, oh, I don't know. But I have said it myself. I've heard Christians say, I love, but I don't want nothing to do with them. And I feel like that part of it is a human part saying, I'm protecting my emotions, I'm protecting my space. Yeah. And, but the thing is, if 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 the speaker from the Christian aspect, 
the thing is, as a Christian, we follow to Christ. You know, we, we look at it as God, Jesus was a servant while he was here on earth. He still is, but he was a servant while he was here on earth. He went into the streets with the poor. He sat down with prostitutes and, and poor people, healed the lame and sick. He did all this. So how am I then going to say somebody just because they hurt my feelings or they caused harm to one of my loved ones that I can't then try to save your soul? Right. And I will go as far as to say when we say a statement like, you know, well, I forgive them, but I don't want them to do with them. Is that true forgiveness then? Is it? Because if it, it, yeah. it literally can't be. Because if God forgives me. You can, like, don't get me wrong now. You can distance yourself from people. Like there is a, a stage in time where like it's it may not be productive. Right. Like we're supposed to hold ourselves to a certain rapport to be to be without reproach. Right. Mm -hmm. And so there may be a certain period where you are not the best person to share the gospel. And just like with certain like certain family members or certain friends, you may not be the even though they could be your best friend, your best bud, your favorite cousin. You might not be the person that will get through to them. So yeah. in some in situations like this, like. Granted, yeah, I may not want anything to do with them, but do I still love their soul? Is there somebody I know that's also a Christian that may be able to get to them? Is that my way of still connecting? Like, we can con connection is not just from okay. me to you. I, I it's like from that. me to this person. If it's a triangle connection, if I say, hey, this, if I can give them the information, like, this may help you get through the through to them because I know them, but they won't receive it well from me. So that's still you doing your job. As right. long as the spider web meet back in the middle, we all good. Right. Like we had like the, the example of the sower and the seed, right? Like somebody plants it, it gets, it gets water, but God gets the increase. Like it's different parts to it. We may have planted the seed by telling them about it, but hey, I can't water it because they know what I did when back in my in my teens. And they like, man, I don't believe none of they, what they talk about. Like, yeah. nah, you know. Now I will so, say this though. I will say this. You had a good point. I will say that. You can you can love somebody enough to realize you're not the person for that situation. Right. Uh, you can for, love from for, a distance. For, for instance, I could love my child enough to want them to learn how to play basketball, right? And I teach my child the basics of basketball. But at some point, daddy didn't go pro. Daddy didn't play yeah. in college. Like at some point, somebody else got to step somebody in. Somebody got to step in and get them across to that threshold. Yeah. That competency uh, to be able to be successful on the next level. And when you're looking at in the case of somebody wronged me, I feel like you have to also be careful. A little pushback on my own argument, which I just thought about that because you was talking. A little pushback on my own argument. If me wanting to save your soul, like, okay, let's say I forgave somebody, right? And I approach them, and then me being in a space triggers me to not, you know, trigger is triggering, right? Right. So Situations I, are definitely triggered. Just because you forgive don't mean it can't All right. get you back me, exactly me, where you were. Let me get Sorry. off. <laughs> God, no. All right. So just because it was triggering, right? Okay. Me being in that space may cause me to go home and sin, or me to sin in that space because it is a triggering moment. Who it's probably best to let somebody else handle it. I forgave them, but me being here still triggering, let somebody else handle it. Now we all good. Now the goal is achieved by everybody being okay now. You know? I'm done. 
Oh, I was just agreeing. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think this stuff is possible, man. But like I said, this, this ain't. I knew when I brought that up, it was not going to be an easy conversation. But you you got to think about now. Now stepping away from the Bible, which I don't really like to step away from because I'm in my word. But just for you know old time's sake, when you forgive somebody. What's the what's the what's the saying? It's more than just the word. Fool me once, shame on you. Feel me twice, yeah. I put the blame on you. Fool me oh, three that's times, a song. The I don't know. Love the chocolate and rain on you. Ain't that what it goes? That's very much a song. You're not a I quote. know. But it's fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool right. me three times, bump the peace sign. Love the chocolate and rain on you. That's what J Cole said. Yeah, we gotta ignore that third part of J Cole. Oh. But I mean, you you can. I feel like, and, and again, people always underestimate. They be like, "Just forgive me for baby, forgive me, baby, forgive." Forgiveness is a. Process. I do we really know what we asking for when we asking for forgiveness? Mm, what, like what you because you know a lot of times. A chip on that dip, a dip on that chip. What you mean, man? Like, like it, when you said that, like, uh, like forgive me, baby. That part, like, I don't know why, but like saying that, like. Sometimes people ask for forgiveness with no intention of change. Like when we when we reference, you know, repentance, right? We ask it for forgiveness from God, but with that repentance, the the honesty in it is that you plan to make a change. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm, but so I'm, many times we ask for forgiveness with no intention of change. And we just want to get out of this hard spot. We just want to get out of this comfortable zone mm-hmm. in these different types of we just want the pe- we want us to go back to normal, but you have already changed the dynamics of normal. You have changed norm. Normal almost. It ain't it ain't it ain't the same no more. Who is that? I was gonna sing a song, but I didn't want to sing it. Uh let me ask you this question. All right. So I I believe, me personally, I believe forgiveness. You can you can forgive somebody, truly forgive somebody. And let them go at the same time. And I ain't talking soul perspective. I'm just talking about relationship. Yeah. I feel like you can you can forgive somebody and still let them go because part of your forgiving process is to get them out your space. Part of your forgiving part process is to clear shop, clean shop, and forgive the whole situation. And once the whole situation is clear, then you can approach it at a better angle. I feel like that's the thing. A lot of times, dudes be cheating on these women. These women have to get them up out the house. They forgive them. But y'all can still be good co-parents. Yeah. But you had to get up out the space, though, for me to forgive you. Because when you ain't here, my, my judgment's clouded. You know, I can't I can't think straight. I think forgiveness is a, a big part of forgiveness is acceptance. And it's like... Acceptance of what? Acceptance of this new normal, right? Because there's uh, something... Like I said earlier, like, it's a... It's a grief process almost. Like it's a lot of Some things not be undone. I think some things, physical things, yes, can not be undone. Mm-hmm. Um the the mince, I think you lose a part of you when you lose a person, a relationship, a friendship. I think because that relationship of any kind connects to a part of you, right? And so mm-hmm. with that detachment from that person, it's a loss, it's an actual loss of something. And even if that person is still there, you have to accept that they aren't there, you know, like in situations where it's not actual the loss of a person, but it's just the loss of their existence in your life. Um, you have to accept that they're no longer there. They're not the person you can pick up the phone and call when when you need something because you've lost what the trust you've lost the hope of what the relationship could be. You've 
you formed all these these ideas of what was to come. You you a lot of times in relationships and friendships, we imagine what they would look like so far off and the joy that comes with them. We don't always we don't picture the the downfalls of relationships and friendships. We always I think that's one of the hardest parts about like forgiveness because you have to accept that this imagination, this dream, this this thing I foresaw happening is no longer possible. Um, and then it's forgetting, you know, that that's not a possibility anymore. That's the acceptance part of it. Okay. Now let me pose this question to you. Now this is going to be, oh, I'm digging off in the controversy bucket. <laughs> oh, I'm going to give you some good. Oh, my goodness. Sometimes in life, stuff happens. And people blame mm-hmm. things. They blame the people around them. They blame themselves. They blame God. Mm-hmm. Can I forgive God? Can you forgive God? Can I forgive God? Did he I, wrong you in the first place? Okay, think about perspective. Hard time. I'm blaming God. God ain't did nothing for me. I have seen it on too many movies. Yeah, I no, I can. I can kind of speak to it. Um, I think. Like, for instance, like when I had my knee surgeries and stuff, right? Like, mm-hmm. I had an injury year. How many did you hard have? I had four knee surgeries, mm-hmm. um, one each year of high school. By year three, when I had it, I think that was the hardest, the hardest one. Not because of what it was, like a type of injury. Like, at this point, I had been through them all, but like, it was like, why? Mm-hmm. Why, why, why? Like I didn't understand why why is this happening and why is is God allowing this to happen? Mm-hmm. You know, I think that was the, the biggest question. Um, not like as if I felt I was being wrong by God, but I just it's not like he was saying, because this is what's gonna lead you to your profession. I mean, it wasn't an obvious moment, right, mm-hmm. in time that I knew that that was why it was happening. And that because those injuries led to me looking up stuff and figuring out what I wanted to do. All I saw in the moment was this is preventing me from doing something I love, something I enjoy very much. I can never finish. And it doesn't doesn't help that I have all this outside noise too. Like, well, why don't you just give up? And all this mm-hmm. other talk like, dang, you injured again? Like the yes, what is it? Like it was so exhausting. Get you all know. the jokes, leg it, your leg pain it. Yeah, so it was just like it was so very exhausted <laughs> um, in the moment. And it was just like I was very frustrated with the idea of it's so many other people on this team. Why I got to be the one that's injured all the time? Mm-hmm. You know, why, why you keep letting me get injured? I've worked so hard, right? I've worked so hard to get back. I dedicated so much to, to get back to where I wanted to be. And then I'm knocked down before I reach it, mm-hmm. you know, and just, just re questioning like, why, why, why? Um, looking back now, like several reasons was why um, one, it was going to lead me to where I am now with the field of choice that I've selected. And then I think it was the beginning of God getting my attention. Like, Hey, you need to focus on me first. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're not putting your focus on me because I know I can like look back now. I can notice like when I was down and hurt and injured, 
I was praying more. I was I was studying more. I was more attentive and stuff. And as soon as stuff started getting better, it started to go down. And then he was like, oh, you didn't get the message? Here we go again. Mm. You know. Another me. Uh, another one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got that fixed? Tear it yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. Facts. Yeah. Um, and what's crazy, like, even after the third one, I mean, I still had a fourth one. But, like, on that fourth go around, I was just like, okay, I got it. This ain't for me. Like, this is not what I'm, this is not what I was supposed to do. Um, you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it took only four years of high school. Yeah, yeah it only took it. four years. Maybe, but, you know, just maybe. <laughs> I, I got it. Thanks for the push, you know. Uh so I don't even know what I was talking about at that point. But what you were saying about oh, forgiving about God. Yeah. Forgiving God. Um, so I don't think necessarily it was about forgiving God. It was it was more of realizing that it was his protection all along. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not allowing you to succeed here because you need to succeed somewhere else. So, like, I think that's the acceptance part of it all. Like in, in moments, yes, we might feel like we should blame God because we do know he controls all, he allows all. So therefore we want to blame the higher power that we know exists and, and controls everything. But ultimately, he ain't asking for your forgiveness. <laughs> like, well, like, yeah, well, I, I'm what you're saying, forgive him for him. I'm talking about just yeah. uh, far as us questioning. You know? Well, yeah, I mean, it's I think at some point everybody does it, right? Like mm-hmm. I think it's almost inevitable like to question because we we are an inquisitive being like mm-hmm. he made us that way i'm gonna tell you one thing man i i, I have found myself doing it a couple times uh not necessarily saying blaming god but just like bro he, he don't let me do nothing yeah like, stuff. Mm-hmm. like so I, I can remember i can remember uh i guess one of the first times i when I was trying to do this right here, get that cap of cane. Boy, it took me, boy. I was like, God, dog. Like, hey, cool. Golly, I'm smooth as a mug. Give me a shot. Oh, my gosh. But I couldn't get it. I was like, bro, it's always something. First year, what it was. Just didn't get on. Second year, GPA. Third year. Third year was the charm. Yo to the good brothers. All I'm saying is it, it happens. Um. And I feel like I, I I feel like sometimes we blame God, and I and I use the word term blame lightly, but some people actually do blame them. They 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 like they get to the point where they blame them, they shave their head, they they turn. But Muslim. isn't that kind of like an easy way out though? Almost sometimes. It is because you're not letting the you're not letting the storm pass. Like you, like so. I feel like sometimes we get caught up so much in the storm that we blame the meteorologist that he didn't tell us it was gonna be this much rain. Yeah. Like what this man said, hundred percent chance, and you get mad because you can't see. You knew it was gonna rain today. You came out here with a rain jacket, knowing you needed an umbrella. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like we get into the habit of getting pissed off at the wrong person, like. Stuff yeah, I think that's really what it is. Like when I, when we can't blame nobody else, and we don't want to blame ourselves, we blame God. Yeah, you blame God, and and I feel like as a result of blaming God, then it puts you back in the space of once you see what His work was working, like how His stuff was planning out. 
Man, look, I remember like one time. Uh, uh, and I'm going back now. I'm starting to remember. I, I think now that I'm saying it a lot, I remember. Man, I tried to take that during ACT. I took that ACT from eighth grade to twelfth grade. The highest score I made was a 21. I made the 21 when I was in eighth grade. That ain't that a shame. The highest score I made was the first time I took it. And I was just like, bro, how many? My mama kept signing me up for the ACT prep workshop, ACT prep workshop, ACT prep workshop. I just did them over and over again. I did all the books, I did all the CDs, I did the DVDs, the VH1s, yeah, the MTVs. I did everything. And your boy still was getting 21s. I couldn't get hired. I even went down to a 19 and came back to a 21. That's how bad. I don't even remember what I got. I did it so many times. And so, but all that was just to show me everything going to be given to you, dog. You know, and but at the time, yeah, I'm blaming God as to maybe this smart stuff just ain't for me. Because at this point, I'm like, I ain't that athletic. I ain't going pro. I'm not that smart, so I can't be a genius. But I'm a little dusty. It's only so much stuff I can really do. You know what I'm saying? So I... And and I find myself blaming God, but then I was like, dang, but where we'll say where there's a Jesus, there's a way. I'm talking about the minimum score to the getting the program was a 21. Hallelujah. I got a 21. Hallelujah. That's for the highest score. They ain't say the most recent. The most recent was a 19. The highest was a 21. So hallelujah. So I got in, right? And so, <laughs> you know, things happen, but you just don't realize what you're capable of when you stop putting yourself and your ambitions first. And so, like, I feel like all that was just to put me in a space where I had to stop questioning what was going on around me and question me, right? I was questioning the I was questioning the side effects instead of questioning the main effect. You get what I'm saying? I was questioning why the ribs wasn't perfect and and and, and all the sides jacked up. Don't nobody want you to eat ribs? I, like I'm looking at everything <laughs> else around. Me. <laughs> I'm just saying, like everything around me was get going great, but my junk was not going great. And everybody, man, you're so smart, you're so brilliant, but I'm not. I'm at the high school <laughs> of 21. Like, I'm really not that smart. Ma, you so handsome. You so I ain't got no girlfriend. I'm really not that handsome. Like, you so tall, you so tall, you can really play ball. I am, but I ain't going pro. Like, I was mid and everything. You ever live the oh life of pure mid? Like, I'm good enough just to get in the dough. That's like my whole life has been there. I've been mid at everything. I'm good enough just to get in the dough, good enough to stay in the dough. I'm not going to excel, but I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. You're going to remember me. My picture going to be on the wall. I'm just not going to be at the top of the list on the wall. And that's how my whole life been. But I always blame God. I'm like, bro, I can't do nothing good. What's my great thing? And I was like, you know what? Maybe my great thing ain't none of this stuff I've been trying to do. Maybe my great thing is somewhere, I, hey, this is all preparing me for my greatness. Right. Mike, back piggybacking off on the uh the episode from last week, maybe I ain't even tapped into my greatness yet. Maybe, maybe my greatness is on the other side of this mid. <laughs> like I gotta yeah. go through the mid to tap into the greatness, you know. And so back to forgiving and forgetting. Like when we talk about forgiving God, man, you gotta realize you gotta stay down long enough, keep your head, keep your chin tucked, keep your head down, keep fighting, keep pushing. Don't blame God, don't blame you. Just figure out ways you can get around or get through your situation, you know. And it's really just that simple. It's simple, but it's hard to do. I ain't gonna ever say it's very easy, hard to do. But it's hard to do, especially when you got so much outside noise, so much outside pressures, and a lot of the stuff we put on ourselves because we comparing ourselves to people and we comparing ourselves yeah. to others. And and sometimes we comparing ourselves to ourselves. I'll, I'll be the first to say, right now, I'm not the I'm not the greatest Christian I've ever been. Mm-hmm. At one point in time in my life, I was a better Christian than I am now. 
So what do I do? I'm not going to blame God because I'm not a better Christian. I'm going to focus on why and how can I get back to that spot? You know, uh, or why and how can I improve? And I ain't necessarily got to be that. That was just the best I had been at that point. That don't mean it's the best I'm ever going to be. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I know I randomly had a thought about the whole forgetting aspect. And mm-hmm. I could even argue that we're not supposed to forget. Okay. Like, only not forget anything. But, like, in certain situations, like, if we look at the story of Paul, right? Like, he talked mm. about how that guy left a thorn in his side, right? So he wouldn't forget what he had done to persecute God's people. Mm. So that 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 moment, he God wasn't letting him forget because that kept him humble and allowed him to keep doing what it was necessary for the will of God. I'll go, sometimes, I go. I, I pick up. Our sides are meant to be there. I pick it back off of you. Look at the story of Cain and Abel. When Cain killed Abel, what happened to Cain? He got a mark. What was the mark? We don't know, but we know he had a mark. So that mark let everybody know that he did something he wasn't supposed to do because he had something we had. Mm-hmm. Sister Jess in the dark. I, like, I don't know what you said, but I was like, oh, sometimes we're not supposed to forget. Sister Jess, but, Sister Jess putting in work to steal in the church. Sister Jess, Sister Jess. So like, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the um, the concept, they never figure what I was going to say, but the concept of him not forgetting also shows that, hey, he didn't, he wasn't allowed to forget. But that doesn't mean that God didn't forget and actually forgave him of those sins when he repented. And maybe we're not supposed to forget. I don't go as far as to say that. We are we're supposed to practice forgiveness and forgetfulness. Well, well, I guess the reason I say forget, the reason I say I don't think we're supposed to forget, because if I was supposed to forget, I have a delete button in my brain. Like I talk- well, some people do at a certain age. That's why I said at a certain age, we are going to forget if we are, we are provided the opportunity. Don't be talking it up on me. I don't want the, uh, the Alzheimer's. Well, most old people forget something. You don't remember everything about your life. I yeah. still don't remember some of the stuff now. I'm just my age, so. Yeah, but man, that was a good, that's, that's a good little conversation, man. You got anything else for the people before we get out of here? You got any closed remarks, Sister Jess? Um, forgive how you want to be forgiven. Mm. So now let's say treat dang it as well. Um forgive how you want to be forgiven. Yeah, I forgive like how you want to be forgiven because we always use the term like treat people how you want to be treated, but that includes forgiveness. So like if you want somebody to forgive you of something, then you should be just as capable of forgiving them of that. Man, Mike drop like, on something just man. I ain't got hey shoot, I was gonna add a little something, but I don't even know what to add no more, boy. I can't even sum it up no better than that, man. Look, we have come. I can't hear you. Now? You can't hear me? Oh, I can hear you now. At first you was man. I said we coming to a close on this here episode. Yeah, it's time to go. Yeah, it's time to go. Anyway, guys, man, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. You've been here this long. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, do all things down below on the ticker. Five stars, everything. And if you don't, I forgive you. We'll do it next time. Hello, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> on this episode, it's your boy Jay Legacy, Ben. Yeah, girl, Jess. We out at 5,000. See y'all at the conference. Peace. Peace.